What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 414 Deli. It's your boy, Cisco, as always, with your boy, Ryan. What it do on a Sunday night? What's going on? Manager special, not so special. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but... Compared to last week, week we, I mean... Yeah, you know. last week was fun. You know, I was obviously in London. It was, uh, well, I was in Cambridge for the episode, so that was kind of cool. But, you know... <laughs> I feel like we're going to say a lot of what we said this year after a loss today. Yeah. So those of you that have listened to other managers specials, buckle up. Those of you that haven't <laughs> listened to any manager specials, you're going to possibly hear some things for the first time. Or you'll hear everything for the first time. Well, I mean, but, I, could, I mean, I could throw out the common themes ahead of time, right? Like that way we don't have to keep reiterating as we go through. Like we're going to hear, <laughs> you're going to hear, we would benefit from having a veteran receiver on the team. Uh, we would benefit from having a veteran tight end on the team. Fire Joe Barry. Um, what are some of the other? That, I think those are it, right? Those are the comments. Uh, it's not just Joe Barry. Play calling has been terrible. So maybe yeah, switching thought, up so, the offensive so, coordinator. Yeah. And I think that that, I mean, even if we had a great game offensively, I still feel that that's a change that needs to be made. So yeah, I, I would agree. But, Let's, I mean, like, I didn't think the play calling today was that bad. No, no, no. And that's why I say that because I'm like, well, today wasn't so bad. I thought we did but some good things. I, I, there were times I didn't like what we did, if that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. there were a few times where it worked, but I literally said to Jen, that's a terrible play call. Like, yeah. when it works, well, nobody talks about it. Yeah. But well, that's, it's that's still not a goes, good play right? call. That's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, you know, it, it, if, if, if what you do goes right, you you look like a, a smart man, a smart person. Right? Yo, that fucking great play call, and that was great coaching today. But when the shit doesn't go as planned, then it's the other side, right? Like, but it's it, bad coaching. I, yeah, here's here's what I'll say. If we were, what are we three and six now, or three and five? Uh, I think we're three and six. Yeah, I think. We're, I um. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we won. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the here's the thing. If we were six and three, and we we wouldn't be having these discussions about bad play calling, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. consistently the play calling has been above average. If you're six and three, so when they do that shovel pass to Dylan or shovel pass, even to Aaron Jones, not even a shovel pass. It's like a pitch to the outside, you know? Yeah. If with the current structure of the offensive line and the lack of experience at the tight end, that is a bad play call. Yeah. Right. Like it just, it's, it's, it doesn't fit our personnel in our scheme. So I, I, what I'm trying to get at and the point I'm trying to make is I don't give a shit if it works five out of 10 times, the five out of 10 times it doesn't work. They're big third downs. Yeah. You know, and, and we only do those plays on Third downs. It's it seems like we we run that play at the most inconvenient time. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I'm getting at. And then yeah, right. So right, like we're okay. Like we get it. You 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 have a mix of plays. You hope that maybe it works. So if you're if you're gonna if it's working five out of ten times, maybe that's not the play that you use in a in a any kind of um, vital point in the game, right? Whether it's third down or you know what I mean. It's fourth down or you you're in you know uh you're on the plus side of the field like 
maybe use that play in different situations that aren't so crucial. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Like, stop using these trick plays or these, you know, I like the trick play today, right? The throwing it to Wicks and then Wicks threw it back to Jones. And if Jones just catches that ball, it's probably a great play, right? Yeah. But take away the last interception. Jordan Love was hot today. Yeah, on, let's, on third and long. And, and let's let's talk about let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. I want to. I would like to talk about him and and then the the good things before we get into the bad stuff because there were some good things today. Agreed. And like third and sixteen drops a. I'll use what the internet's calling a dime to Jaden Reed. Yeah, you said it. You said you thought the well, pass would be better. Yeah. Here's the thing, my. For the for most of the season, and those of you that have listened, I've been giving Jordan Love. I've been the nice one of the podcast, right? Yeah, you give. And him I'm not the saying most you've breaks. been the. I, I give him a lot of breaks because I do think he's in a really bad, not a bad, but he's in a difficult situation. But if you go back and watch that touchdown, Jaden Reed was almost double covered, right? Yeah. And I hope people don't understand. This is me being extremely nitpicky as a fan. Jaden Reed catches the ball at about the goal line and then gets kind of pulled, pushed into the end zone a few yards, right? Yeah. There was no one over the top. And I said this to Jen. I said it was a great catch, but it was a poor throw. Now, I want to back up from that statement and say it was a good throw. It wasn't a great throw. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, I know you, I said you, I'm in the group chat like it was a poor throw. I want to back up from that. So I want to, I don't want to be as harsh as I was initially. I still, I've watched it twice now. I still think it was not a, he had nine yards to lead him into the back of the end zone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, if Jaden Reed drops that ball, would half of the, uh, I'm probably saying it was a great throw because I always do that for some reason. (laughs) And you're probably like, he underthrew him, right? Yeah, but he caught the ball, and the first thing you and Matt said, shout out the Bear Claw, was what a great throw. And I'm not, sh- I'm not shitting on that. I, it was a really awesome play, and it was super fun, and I got hyped as shit. But after watching the replay, I was like, man, he puts that four yards deeper. It's just an easier catch, right? Like we're not yeah. relying on him to make a, a superhuman catch. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, and I think that. Uh... I want to say I, I I don't think I co-signed the great throw, but it definitely was a great catch. It was a great catch. Now, and here's yeah, where think, I'm. Yeah, be- I think he he Reed bailed him out because yeah. that that very well he he basically because he underthrew it he threw into double coverage as opposed to putting it where only Reed could get it. If Watson's if that's Watson, he's not making that play. No, but I agree, and but we're going to keep it positive. And here's why <laughs> I'm feeling the way I feel. Let's go back now to the first touchdown. Opening drive so touchdown. We're, so we're backing up some in the game, not backing up into the podcast. So that throw was a great throw. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. again, really, really good catch. I'll even borderline great catch. That throw was literally only where Romeo Dobbs could get it. And stay in bounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, Romeo yeah. Dobbs didn't have to make a miraculous attempt. He really had two feet and then a whole toe drag. Yeah. So, 
I come back now real quick to that Jaden Reed one. Do the same thing. You know what I mean? Consistency. Yeah. Just it, put it, it over his shoulder. And that's something – so the, the thing that I'll say is that's something that is, you know, gets ironed out and worked out for a young quarterback. The only thing that I have an issue with is that while Jordan Love is young in terms of starting in the NFL, he's not young to the NFL, right? And that's just something that you hope – if you don't see – in my this is just my opinion. If you don't see that consistency get better towards the end of this season – then I'm a little concerned about it. Yeah. Cause I, but, I mean, but, you're, you're, but we're almost, we're halfway yeah. into the season. Yeah. Like you almost, but I will say this, he was take away the interception to the last one. So we're, we're not, we're not even going to talk about that right now. Cause we have our own thoughts on the whole situation, right? Yeah. Take away that interception. The one that Christian Watson I thought was an amazing was a really good play by Patrick Peterson. But oh again, my God! It, poor, I mean, he, he tipped it so that he could give somebody else a shot. But it at wasn't him. that he, he tipped it like last second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he if he doesn't get his hand up at the that was the last possible second. Yeah. It's a touchdown. But again, Christian Watson gives him he, he it knows is. There's no other receiver there. So but Christian not, Watson not, gives him no opportunity. Yeah, you're not you're not putting you're not putting that ball that batted tipped up ball in danger of being a touchdown yep. because he's he's a veteran right Patrick yeah. Peterson one of the one of the best to play cornerback and like I think that I mean there was it would be nice to see Watson fight for it maybe a little more I don't know and maybe that's me just being harsh because I mean he, he was falling back but it but he's like always, he's falling, always back. falling back and you said that too in the chat I'm like why is this fucking guy always falling back? Like, the, he's like, six what do you five. Go the f- ball to land in. Uh, like, I, I don't get it, dude. Go and fucking fight for the ball. Go. It, that that's my thing. Like, you're six five. Go use your size and your strength to go. And your youth, your athleticism. Your youth. You're fucking Patrick Peterson. Like, he's not a young. You know, what I mean, he's an older guy in terms of the NFL. He's an older guy. Like, here's the thing: the the the, the day Christian Watson gets an offensive pass interference because he was trying to bail out his quarterback is the day I think Christian Watson's game changes because that might be the day his yeah, mentality changes. Yeah, he could have just changed. dragged Peterson down with him. Drag but that's the day his down. mentality changes, right? Yeah, it takes that one play because really, let's let's be honest: Christian Watson, talent wise, is very few characteristics away from being a great player. Yeah. And it's fighting for the ball is the number one thing. And then hands, I would say is second. Cause he does have suspect hands at times. I mean, but, he, had, he had a drop for sure today that I can remember. So yeah. What negatives are in the past and in, in the future. Um, <laughs> but wouldn't you agree that Jordan love looked better today? His down the field passing. The one to Musgrave was a fucking great throw. Yeah. The one to Jaden Reed for in, in on the last drive. No, Boy, he, that... I mean, he. I, I thought he looked really good today. I mean, okay, again, things we're not used to seeing this season because I, I actually – was this the first time we had a – well, maybe not from the first game. The first, I, I, I have to remove week one against the Bears because I feel like – Are you saying first drive touchdowns? Yeah, open The last one touchdowns. was Atlanta. Okay. We actually had one week two at Atlanta. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I, I'm thinking about these things. And I said, wow, you know, because in the group chat, I said, we're going to go in a half down 17, you know, because, like, they came in and they drove the ball and they ran it down our throat and they scored a touchdown. And we had no answer. 
Yeah, on defense. But then our offense came out, and we got an opening drive touchdown, and I thought we looked really good. And I said, oh, well, maybe we will go not maybe we'll go down three and half, or maybe we'll be up three. You know, the way the that first drive went, I said, all right, this, you know what I mean? This could be something that. They can build showing, off of. Show, yeah, yeah, showing progress, showing some some growth, right? Like, hey, okay, we won a game. Uh, you know, uh, obviously it was a, a game we should have won. But anyway, we won a game. Like, let's see if we can carry that over and start to make um, – start to correct some of our mistakes, start to make plays we weren't making, right, like uh, and show the growth. And so I, I felt like there was some, some moments of growth today. Um you know, and and so I and again, I'm AJ Dillon looked good today, right? I mean, I thought he looked pretty good today com- com- compared to what we were talking about in the beginning of the season. I thought, yeah, I thought Dillon looked really good. I thought Jones, le- I thought Dillon looked better than Jones today. Yeah, <clears throat> if I'm being yeah, honest, Jones, like he looked much I mean, more explosive. But Jones had, and that's the thing, man. Like. I don't know. Are we ready for the negative yet? Or well, is there any other positive that you want yeah, to talk about? I, I do I actually. I well, do. And then let's let's keep the let's. Was there anything positive on defense? You yeah, I I do. <laughs> I, I do. The cornerback play. Yeah, I, I know it wasn't like. Here's the thing: it wasn't great. Pickens had a few plays. Uh, what's the other dude? Deontay? Is it Deontay? Deontay Johnson, um, I didn't Deontay hear his name really at all. No, he did. He had one drive where he caught, I think, two or three passes. I think two passes on Valentine. But you're starting your fourth and your fifth string cornerbacks. Yeah. Coming into the season, and if you're going to count the nickel as a starter, you're starting your fifth and your sixth, right? Yeah. Because our starters are theoretically Rasul and Jair. Well, you trade Rasul, you expect Eric Stokes to come in. Eric Stokes is on IR. Now you bring in uh, Carrington Valentine. And then Jair goes out, and now you got to bring in Corey Ballantyne, right? Yeah. So you had the Ballantyne Valentine show, and I'm gonna be honest, I thought they held their own. I thought they yeah. played I pretty mean, well. I, I thought so too, and but uh, you know, I'm always gonna have that. The caveat for me is the fact that Pickett only threw 23 passes, and yeah. they ran they, he, the fucking. He, yeah, so that's good. Throat, that's you know? that's for the future. That's for the future. Yeah. yeah. But here's what I do want to say. And I'll, while I, I'm not giving them a great grade and I'm giving them a good to very good is because – and this this has – for me, this is youth. I've never played cornerback. I didn't even really ever play cornerback, like just backyard football, right? Yeah. Um, they – so I'm going I'm to attribute this to youth. But, man, did they struggle to get their, their head turned around today because – Valentine had a fucking interception for sure that resulted in a completion up the sideline. And all he had to do is turn his head around and it's in his hands. Yeah. Valentine had like three of them today. And all he had to do was turn his head and be like, holy shit, the ball's right there. You know? Yeah. So they struggled on getting their head t- heads turned around, but I think it has a lot to do with youth and kind of uh, it could be a little bit of a confidence thing, you know, like, I don't know if I'm in the right position yet, so I don't want to turn. A, if I turn my head and the ball's not in the air, I've lost my man. Yeah. Instead of trusting their instincts and like, oh, the, the wide receiver's eyes are getting wider or the wide receiver's starting to bring his hands up, the ball's got to be on the way, you know? Yeah. So, but for the most part, Corey Ballantyne, Keyshawn Nixon, 
And uh, Carrington Valentine, I thought, had a really good game today. And I know he only threw the ball 23 times because they didn't have to throw the ball. But I said at one point in the group chat, why do you e- why even throw the ball? Yeah, I mean, with with the way they were running the ball, that I don't feel like there was a need. They probably felt, well, you gotta mix it up somehow. But they're, I felt like their big plays were coming from runs and not passes. You know, so it, it I felt like it passing could have been an afterthought for them, and they would have been fine. Um, I mean, they had two hundred and three yards rushing. Yeah, they they their leading or their starting running back was averaging 5.1 yards a carry. Their backup running back was averaging 6.7 yards a carry. So like, I didn't even, I was curious why the fuck they were even throwing the ball. Yeah. Like it didn't quite make sense, but, but every time they dropped back to pass was, was one. I was almost like thankful because I was like, okay, we're either going to get an incompletion or a big play. And there's, if they run the ball, they're going to get a big play. So, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, we almost had that, right? Uh, Keyshawn Nixon almost came with that interception. If he drags his toe, uh, that's a turnover there, you know, and, and I, I know uh, we're not getting to the negatives, but that, that lateral that was not a lateral, but looked like a lateral. And I'm pretty sure uh, one of the guys, uh, who's the, the Dean Blandino comes in. Whatever those one of those Gene guys. Sterit- I think Gene Steratore. Yeah, you know, and I'm pretty sure they said it was should have been a lateral. They're they like, said oh, it. They said it. That angle and no, they said it should have been until the ref said it was the call stands. Danny yeah. changed his whole fucking tune. That was a dog shit call. And I've seen like still photos. It it was a ter- it was a bad call. Yeah. And the thing that sucks about that is I believe at the time we were down four, and that would have given us the ball on the two-yard line. Like, yeah. by the time I mean, Gary yeah, picks it, the it, ball it up, because yeah. you yeah, can't it, advance it. it. Really, if they – you know, and this is my problem. They should have never called this, it dead. Yes, that was just going to say the, the issue I have is with the Nixon play, they called it an interception and allowed the, the replay to go and look at it and show if it was a, you know what I mean? So in that play, right, you let that go. You say, oh, yeah, that's a fumble. Let it let it go and let us go to review. You know, oh, the review doesn't show, you know, because like, and then you fall into that part, right, where it's like, it's got to be conclusive evidence. Like, well, that's why they didn't call it a fumble. Well, it's, to me, the guy picked it up and then scored a touchdown. So you're better off saying, oh, that, let's call it a fumble and we can review it. And then if it's not a fumble, then none of that matters. They right? were very Instead, quick to blow the whistle on that. And, yeah, and that's and what I didn't like. As a fan, it sucks because no matter how that play goes, it has to be reviewed if they let it play out. Yeah. Right? If you let that lose play by out. Well, it's, it's I'm just. If you lose by 17, right? Then as a fan, you're like, well, okay. But you I'm know, saying in the rules of matter, football, but... I'm just saying per the rules of football, all turnovers are reviewed, right? So you're not saying like, oh, well, then the Pittsburgh Steelers have to chance it by uh, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't because all turnovers are reviewed. Yeah, So where well, we had to use oh, a challenge. Uh, yeah, that's like yeah. not only did we have to use a challenge, we lost a challenge and we lost and, the timeout. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glad that he challenged it because I feel like if he didn't, let's be honest, what, 90% of fans would be like, Matt LaFleur, you fucking idiot. Well, right? he would be an idiot because yeah. he, he should have won that challenge and that – I don't know how you can fuck that up. If I'm just being honest, like you, you have, not only do you have the refs watching the replay, but you also have New York. Like 
I, I just don't know how you fuck that up. Like, anyway, I think it, that can, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, so, going back to what you were saying with the goods and and the things that that were going well, the cornerbacks you wanted to give some some props to. Um, I mean, outside of that, I don't, I don't really have anything. I, I, I do want to give, give another thing that I, uh, had, we had talked about before. Um, TJ Watt didn't reign supreme over us all day. So I felt like that means our offensive line was doing something, was doing something well today. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you and I'm going to actually give a little love to Matt LaFleur in this one, because there were a lot of plays that. Jordan Love got the ball out quick. Yeah. Um, I just – I struggle with understanding why Romeo Dobbs has two or three targets on the whole day when every single time – I feel like he had five targets today. Excuse yeah. me. He had three catches. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm probably just – more going off the eye test because looking at the stats, he had no, the second seem most like targets. He's an but he, the he just, yeah, not, not, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm, I'm still super high on Christian Watson as a raw talent, but I think he's still a raw talent. And Dobbs has come, he's, I think he's a 180, right ahead of Christian Watson in terms of development, and I think that could have a lot to do with their just their overall background. Yeah, You know, Christian Watson was a tweener. He went to a smaller school. And these are all, in my opinion, viable excuses for a guy who jumps from a FCS school to the league, you know? Yeah. And he has the raw talent. It's He's not putting it together where we need it. And yeah, but I mean, it's I'm unfortunate. Gonna, yeah, I want to challenge that because Dobbs went to Nevada, which isn't a big powerhouse uh, football school. And the knock on him was that the type of offense they ran, he only ran like three types of routes. So yeah. for him to play as well as he plays and shows the ability that he shows, I think that they both came from, they came from backgrounds that were unknown and raw and you know what I mean? I, so yeah, I, so... I think that uh, as, as much as I still, so I did, I seen this on Bleacher Report, uh, you know, they'll show you like the, 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 the fans, posts or whatever and you know somebody they posted about Christian Watson you know and they said oh you know you guys gotta basically chill out and you know we've had other second round receivers or other raw talents take some time to develop and while some of that is partially true because I think the only person I can really think of is Devontae Adams because I I feel like Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Greg Jennings those guys were relatively they were producing pretty fast. It wasn't like you waited two or three years for them to show you what they were going to give you. They kind of came out and I felt like they showed what they had. They had veterans around them though. And we talked about that at the beginning, right? But at first I was like, this guy's a fucking idiot, man. You know, Watson's not looking that good. Like how, like how, how long can we be patient? You know, but it, it is true. He's a young receiver and you know, he's, but the thing is that the problem I have, is that he's not showing you progress. Yeah. So if if you're trying to win games, right, and now we can debate, like, are we really trying to win, like, in terms of the coaching, right? Obviously, players go out there and play. I feel like the players are always trying to win. 
But from a coaching perspective, from a GM perspective, putting the roster together, you know, and I know we got injuries and we traded Russell, but, um, you know, if we're really trying to win games, a coach has to recognize and say, all right, well, I'm trying to win this game. So I can't, I can't take a chance to develop this guy today because he, he dropped the ball. He's not fighting for the ball. So, Hey, guess what? Jordan love fucking start looking for Dobbs. Start looking for Reed. I mean, give you plays for Musgrave. Dontavian Wicks, right? I think, I mean, yeah. So see more of him and, and he's, I mean, he's making good plays. These yeah, and I think that's where than, than, than Christian Watson. I think I think a little bit love gets mesmerized by the intangibles that Christian Watson has, right? Six or, five. Or is it coaching telling him, hey man, it, get it could be Watson. it could be, but I'm gonna say this and this is my hot take of the day. I I mm, I don't want to say truly. I believe. <laughs> I, I was going to say I truly. I was going to say I truly believe, but I want to take truly out of it. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> I believe that Dontavian Wicks is our best receiver. Oh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm being honest. Like I, yeah. I, I think every single time he is on the field. Well, not every, but the majority of the time he's on the field and he runs out, he's open. Yeah, like his hands are not the best right now, but I think that has a lot to do with, you know, rookie jitters. He's, yeah, he's also a rookie. Right? And, and, and and this is the thing that I saw from him today. He had that catch, right? And he kind of fell to the ground, and he didn't get back up. But I thought that was smart because last week when he tried to make a play, right? Or was it the last week or the week before? It was last it was week, last the fumble. Week. He fumbled, right? Yeah. So I felt like that's growth. Like he thought to himself, "So I can you're right. get up and get two or three yards. One of these guys <laughs> is going to come at me full fucking Yeah, team. but that was the play. I was so confused. Well, how did he fall? Yeah, you somebody said please. But I took it explain as a to maybe, me. Maybe he was just he. I don't know. He got, but he got to the ground and probably said, "Dude, I, I'm not going to risk fumbling this ball." I, I know, but how did he fall? Play, right. I, I think it was, but how did he fall? Because he had like 20 yards out of him. He just fell. I was like, what the fuck? What? Hey, he caught the ball. That's what I he said. He did. I said he caught. The, he made the play, caught the ball, and, and we got the first down. You and, know. and I understand some people might be like, oh, that that's crazy. I, I, I think it's between him, Reed, and Dobbs. I don't think we have a clear-cut one. But if you watch the game and you look at the stats and you watch Jordan Love in – need to have it situations a clear cut number one on the field is christian watson and i don't think that the targets should... and, the, yeah. and the, the play designs yeah. yeah 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 but i don't think that should be the case right like no. i don't I mean, the, the, christian watson had seven targets today two catches for 23 yards uh at 14 the one of the catches was for 14 so um then he you know what i mean he had a drop for sure i remember obviously you had the patrick peterson play and then the target, the the one another target was on the last play. That's where Jordan Love was going, to to Christian Watson. And I just, you know, I, again, I understand that he's a young player, right? But so is Dobbs, so is Reed, so is Wicks, right? So is so is, <laughs> so is insert name. So is yeah, I yeah, mean, you, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. You can't. Somebody, if somebody's telling me, oh man, he's he's got to develop. He's got time. He, he needs more reps. Uh, well, then so everyone else Davian does. Wicks. He's yep. a young player too. So, 
it, it to me at this point, even if you're not trying to win games, right? Even if you're not trying to win games, you're trying to develop your team and see what you got. You got to look at the roster and say, Christian Watson, yeah, intangibles are there, the speed, the height, uh, but uh, Dontavian Wicks is going out there and getting those fucking first downs, and Dobbs is catching touchdowns, Reed is catching touchdowns. What is Christian Watson doing? He's not yeah, making I... the most of his opportunities. And by default, as a, te- a young team trying to see what you got, you got to humble the guy and say, you know what, man? Sorry, you're, you're, not, you're getting three targets this game. I can't keep yeah, looking I want you. One... And br- I want you to bring up what you sent me because I, I don't want to take credit. For I will. No, I, I will in a good. second. But I missed a uh, positive. And then I want to talk about the last play because the last play will go into what I sent you. But – Jaden Reed was a positive today. Five targets, five catches, leading wide receiver, that big touchdown catch, the big catch on the fourth quarter on the last drive. Yeah. I mean, um, we, talked, we kind of talked. We said he we did Jordan Love but, on that play. But, yeah, you're right. But I want to say overall, he had a hell of a day. And he's on pace to set a franchise record for most receptions by a rookie Packer. Yeah. Which I but, think is pretty <clears> – I mean, yeah, I, I think – I think the situation puts him in the gives him the opportunity because of the fact that we got so oh, many young players, you know. Yeah, like, like it would it would be hard for Jordy to have done that because of all the veterans that were around him. The same for, you know, Devonte, Greg Jennings, like all those guys came in and there was like established receiving core. Whereas, but I mean, it's still impressive nonetheless. So because he's the last make play. play, Christian Watson wasn't making those plays. You know, he could have true. Last so year the, been that guy, but well, he missed a lot of time last year. I Christian Watson still, I don't think, has played a full season. No, I'm saying combined. No, and I think, and I think those are concerns too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just the the thing that irks me is that he's he's he was he led us in targets with seven. He gave us probably the least production uh, in terms of the receivers um, that that got any targets today. And we continue to use him as a focal point for the offense. And I want you, I mean, uh, you want me to just go ahead and say what you sent me? Uh, no, I, feel like that, that... Quick, I do, but I want to talk about the last play because I want to give well, you just, some. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, real quick, I want to give you some props because you, you went back, you found a video of it, and you sent us a clip with kind of a highlight, right? Yeah. And I thought initially – you were off. I'm going to be honest. I was like, man, he's just, he's searching in a, in a way, but I don't looking at it more. I don't think you were. I think you were pointing no, out once he breaks, he's got, he's got room. I think you were pointing out the fact that Don, uh, Romeo Dobbs cuts in at about the five. And by the time the ball would have gotten to him, he would have been inside the five he makes one guy miss. It's a touchdown. He might even be able to dive before a guy can get him. Yep, I agree with that. But you know what I, mean? I just, yeah, and, and the point the the point of me bringing that up wasn't Is they didn't give him a chance. Jordan loves you know he's missed this. I just thought that he was already fixated on where Watson was because he didn't even look to that side of the field where Dobbs was, and to me. That is that is coaching because that's the play call. Yep. Yeah. Look for him, and I don't think and and I think that's where what you sent me 
that inf- the the information that you sent me about, about five out of ten. Here's the information: five out of tens, five out of ten loves interceptions have been targeted Christian Watson. Yes, and so so half of his interceptions this year are on targets to Christian Watson. I just the the I don't have an issue with him throwing an inter. Obviously, you want him to throw a touchdown, right? Obviously, right? I'm not saying like, oh, it's okay that we lost and he threw an interception. But like in that play, it's you. That's either that's only you know. I guess you could get an incompletion, but in my mind, it's touch. It's touchdown or bust, right? So let's it, put it like yeah, that. Yeah, it's three it's seconds left on the clock. It's it's touchdown or bust. So I would rather, like, if he would have took taken a sack, I'd been fucking pissed. I'd have been like, bro, just throw the ball somewhere. Who cares if it gets intercepted? Because you need to give somebody a chance to win this game. Taking a sack's not going to win the game. The the problem I had was that he never even looked to that side of the field. He looked straight to where Watson was and threw it right away to him. Like, and to me, I don't think that that's Love's problem. I think that the play call was, "Hey, throw it to Watson." And I get it; he's six five, but 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 then you got to throw it up. You can't. Then you throw it up. Yeah. Well, he would have fell back. Yeah, he would have. He would have fell. He would have fell back and would have got intercepted anyway. (laughs) But but, so, like, my point is, I get it. He's a second round pick. You trade it up to get him. You have investment in him. But that doesn't mean that you should ignore the investment that you made in these other guys just because they weren't picked in the same place. You know, Dontavian Wicks is a fifth-round pick. But we've seen in the NFL, the NFL every year proves to you that it doesn't matter where you're picked necessarily. I mean, you got a guy leading a playoff team right now that was the last pick of the fucking draft, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brock Purdy. And I and I'm not saying that you gotta oh he's gonna be a Hall of Fame quarterback and or Dontavian Wicks is a Hall of Fame receiver. But if you're trying to win games and the guy's giving you something, you gotta stop game planning for the guy who's not who's giving you nothing. Yeah, and, and that, that's a really good point, and I think you say it really well. But first off, I think you and I are on the same page with the last play, like I don't mind I, – I honestly don't mind the interception. Like, I would have preferred a <clears throat> give the guy a chance. Yeah. And the give the guy a chance on that play was not the guy they threw it to. So I say all that to say just throw it to Dobbs, give him a chance. If he gets tackled on the two, we can sit here and bitch that you got to throw it to the end zone, right? Yeah. But then, then we're probably bitching about the play call because in the end, why wasn't the play call – why doesn't he cut in? Yeah. And it's like after... you said. It's like you but, said. It's it's seven seven against five, right? Yeah, they had seven defensive backs on the goal line when the yeah. ball was snapped. You know, so the, the, your chances the chips... are really low. You just want to yeah. try to at least give yourself. Give them a chance. Yeah. So and, that and comes back. Somebody that can make a play or, or at least in that game, right? And again, you've played organized sports, right? In the end of the game, when the game is on the line, are you going for the – for the guy that has, you know, uh, he's one for eight for 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 twelve, uh, you know, zero for six from three. And I know I'm using basketball, but I just, you know, what I mean, because I know you played basketball. Like, th- are you going to that guy? Or are you going to go to the guy that has thirty five points on the night? Yeah, I mean, you're going to the guy who you trust, and that's where I think we have the biggest problem right now because the the statistics and the eye test aren't matching up. 
<clears throat> because yeah. the guy you trust on the field isn't the guy that's making the plays. Yeah. So you're throwing the ball, and I'm going to use old Packer uh, analogy. You're throwing the ball to rookie Devontae Adams and not Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Like, is Devontae Adams going to be a great player one day? Maybe. When he was a rookie, we didn't think that, right? No. I mean, is he, Chris... like we, we talk about that often. He always got <laughs> we good do. for the team. Is Christian Watson going to be a great player one day? Maybe. It's yeah. still unknown. Is he making plays today to win us games? He is not. So why wouldn't you go to a guy that's making plays? A Romeo Dobbs, a Jaden Reed, a Dontavian Wicks, a Luke Musgrave up the seam. Give it to Luke on the five and let him fucking fight his way in. Yeah. Or don't. You know, or he doesn't, right? And you at least gave yourself a chance. Our biggest issue with the last play of the game is the way – well, two big issues, right? And they go hand in hand. It was who he targeted. We didn't like that. But if that's the guy you're going to target, that is the wrong ball to throw. You yeah. threw a, You, you got to put that up a little bit then. Give him a that ball – is the ball that needed to go to Romeo Dobbs on the five yard line. Yeah. Get it in there as fast as you can and let him go time to separate. Yeah. Maybe get in, let him make somebody miss or lob it into the back of the end zone. Maybe you get a pass interference. Yeah, exactly. Interference on a zip ball. You know what I mean? You're right. And and that's where I think we are. uh, And again, I wouldn't even say either of us upset. Um, about no, the just, last play, would I just... think that that goes with that consistency, you know? Yeah. Like, you, if this if this happened next week, this is the same scenario. I hope that Love would be like, ah, I think the right the right person to go to is Dobbs. I got to look for him because he's got, he's the guy that's got sure hands. Or I got to look for Wicks because he's he's been balling out, you know? Yeah, um, it's just that the eye test isn't matching the statistics, right? Yeah, it, <clears throat> and that's why this... I think it's frustrating. And this just popped in my head, so you can uh, let me run this by you real quick. With with their lineup of seven <clears throat> seven defensive backs in the end zone, wouldn't that wouldn't that have been a good idea to run some kind of like screen where you have so all the receivers on one side <laughs> or something? And, and so, shout out to Jen. She was calling it the U. I don't know what the fuck she was trying to say, Jen. You don't even listen to this, so no, you don't care. But she was trying to, and I knew what she was saying, and I actually do agree with it, but I've gave her shit since she said this, although I probably shouldn't have because it actually makes sense. But it was something similar to what we've almost already said is throw the ball short, right? Not short, throw it to like the eight, between the eight and the five, and have two or three of those five wide receivers kind of create a wall yeah and she well, was calling like, it like gotta, a you, you gotta, like yeah you got to be careful because you don't want to put receivers in a position where they block towards because you can't block towards the line of scrimmage no have, but you, you can get them in front of you'd have to make sure they're in front of whoever's catching the ball yeah i mean but at that point you're yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. yourself a chance and hopefully yeah. they don't make a they don't throw the flag but no i do agree with you i don't think a screen pass exactly but also a screen pass to Jones right there, and you give him. <clears throat> if you put 15, the, you know, you get those receivers in front, and maybe. But even the linemen, because there's yeah, two the linemen, linemen that are going unblocked. They had, no, they had no linebackers. 
yeah, corners are big, right? I mean, you might have a, a, a safety that's big, but you know, I don't know. I, I just it just popped in my head right now. I was like, man, that might have no, been, I don't have been something that worked. <clears throat> and I wouldn't have been mad at that. I'm like, oh, you know, strategy, right? They can put seven in the in the end zone. I don't know. I don't know. It just popped in my head, but no, it, it's not all. It's a, I think it's a great thought, but it, it goes back to that hindsight of coaching, like. What are we doing from a coaching perspective? Mike Tomlin called a timeout, and he had seven people on the line. He calls a timeout. He comes out. He still has seven people on the goal line, and yeah. who knows? Did we even change at all? Yeah. But but I think my biggest beef with that play call, if you watch the replay, <clears throat> five wide receivers go out. Five wide receivers do their own thing. Nothing like there's, there's no like well the ball came out pretty fast too though it did but there was so, nothing like they didn't do any like crossing or, routes yeah, yeah. nothing it, it was yeah. just I, and again that's that's the beating of the dead horse of the offensive play calling I think that that's something that needs to be addressed um, yeah I it's thought definitely it a dead horse after last week you know I I really think I think it's something that needs to happen during the season and not after the season because I, I think then you're you're kind of um you're kind of hampering your your opportunities for growth with your young players if you're continually to give them somebody that's not calling the right plays and, and plays that work because while they're getting reps they're getting reps in a system that's not working and I don't think that, that gives you the but they're getting bad reps for growth. Yeah. <laughs> and and can we can we transition to the defense? Um, I thought there was I'm... one other offensive thing that I okay, cause really hated. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, there's one that I think we got to talk about the fucking uh, – I, I almost think this is worse than the defense at this point. I, I'm like neck and neck. <clears throat> and when I say defense, I'm talking missed tackles because I'm fucking over them. But I'm over this shit on offense is drop fucking balls. Like yeah. I am so over it. It's, it's – you can't lead the league – and dropped passes with the league's youngest team. Like, it's literally a recipe for fucking disaster. Yeah. And the shit has gotten to a point where it's boiled over for me. Like, we drop a ball, and I'm literally like, yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just well, so... And it's, and it's the, the thing, <clears throat> the ones that make that, that really get me are obviously to Watson, just because I expect more from him. You know, and I'm like, well, stop. Like, we got to stop giving this motherfucker the ball. But Aaron Jones... Yep. Aaron Jones. We had a lot of drops today from guys that shouldn't drop the ball. And that is Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks had one. Jaden Reed had a great game. Luke Musgrave had one. And then we came back to him, which I was glad we fucking, it took us three and a half quarters to get Luke Musgrave involved, which still baffles me. Yeah. Why do you draft the guy that high at that, at that position? If you're not going to focus him in your offense. It yeah, especially me. when you look at a team like the Lions and what they're doing with Sam Laporta, you know what I yeah, mean? Like they, just, they're they're using that they're using them. And, and I and, personally think talent wise, Luke Musgrave is one of the most talented raw tight ends in the league. Like, yeah, he's definitely more raw. I mean, Laporta's. I feel like Laporta is, is more of a polished guy. He's more ready, but but, I, but Luke I Musgrave's like, done nothing this year to say he doesn't deserve the ball more. Same thing with Dontavian Wicks, right? Yeah, and but yeah, <clears> again, it's it's. To me, it's just that it comes to coaching and strategy. Like, well, why, why, why is Love having to look for Watson so much? Like, is because let's be honest, right? Aaron Aaron Rodgers would have been like, man, fuck, I'm not throwing to that motherfucker. I mean, he did. That's what he would do, right? And then we complain like, 
this guy's always throwing to Devontae, throw it to somebody else, but it's because those guys to him were not trustworthy. I can't trust you. You're gonna keep dropping the ball. I can't keep giving you the chance because I we we want to win. We we need to make these plays. So that's where I have the problem with with the play calling is why are we featuring Watson? Like why? It's like we're forcing it. Like let it just happen. Like yeah, he drops, but we can't be forcing seven eight targets to him, and he's giving us two two catches for twenty three yards. Like who? At some point, that's not Love's fault. You know I mean? think like, the biggest thing you said in that statement that echoes to me is forcing, right? Yeah. It seems like he's forcing him the ball when you don't have to. Like you have guys that are getting separation. And and when you have other guys <laughs> that are actually making positive plays, I it, to me that 100% speaks coaching and not the player. Cuz it it you know what I mean like we used to get on Rodgers for that like you're always going to Devontae, you're always going to Devontae, other people are open. But at least Devontae was like, well, shit, the motherfucker's got uh, nine catches today for uh, 89 yards or 110 yards. Like, well, can't be too mad at it, right? Like, the fucking guy's producing. But now and, we're here, right? And, we're here, and we're saying yeah. Dontavian Wick, Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed had five catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Five like, targets. I, which why, means he... like, take, two, take two of these targets from Watson and focus, focus on Reed. Make him the focal point of, of the play instead. Or – you know, Wicks, like, it's not, to me, it's not that much of a change. All you're saying is, hey, Wicks, you're running that route now. That's not that's not Watson's route on this play. Yeah, and, and before we jump into the defense, it's, again, we're beating a dead horse this episode, but it's like the eye test doesn't match statistics, right? Like, it's just, what and the? We, f- and we already know, <clears throat> like, we sit here and we bitch and moan or whatever. We get mad because if we don't, you know, whatever. We know we're not going to the playoffs this year. We know we're not going to the Super Bowl then, right? Because obviously, if you're not making the playoffs, you can't go to the Super Bowl. But you still want to see something for the future. You want to see what we got. Like I, I, you know, you talk to a Bears fan. They fucking they they they, they, they well, we, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, right? Like they're ready for the shit. They know, like, dude, that what we have is not working. Like what we are doing, yeah. this is not working, right? And like, I feel like we are kind of in that similar situation where we're like, dude, this shit is not working from the organizational standpoint, from the higher ups. You guys got to come and make some fucking decisions. Say, sorry, Matt, this guy can't call fucking plays. Let's try to see if we have somebody on the team right now on our coaching staff that can do that. If not, yeah. then you do it. And, and then we're and I think find it hurt- somebody next year that can do this because this guy cannot do it. We got and only it hurt- how many more teams hurts- do we got? Uh, yeah, eight. But I think it hurts more when we're losing games as close as we are, right? Because yeah. we're, we're a few plays away. And you can sit here and listen to this as a Packer fan and sit here as a football fan and go, well, you take that lateral that should have been in, uh, a lateral and it was called the other way. It changes the whole game. Sure. But yeah, we still had opportunities. They ran over 200 yards on us. Like, okay, you know I mean? now we jump into it. 202 yards, and the fucking tackling was just, ugh. Bro, I, like, okay. I want to say, I want to do one thing. Okay. And then I want to ask you who the most disappointing player on the defense was for you today. Okay. I want to see if it's the same player. But this is, this, and, I could be totally off with this take with what I'm about to do. I could be totally off, but I think to me, it speaks 
a lot about where the weakness was today. Okay. Looking at the Green Bay defense, the leading tacklers of the day, Rudy Ford with 10, safety. Isaiah McDuffie, inside linebacker with 10. Jonathan Owens with 8, safety. Uh, TJ Slayton with 8. Corey Ballantyne with 6, cornerback. Uh, and then press. I'm not going to go any farther, but what stood out to me was that when your two safeties and a corner are three of your top six, top five tacklers, total tackles for the day, that means your defensive line isn't doing shit, and the fucking running back is getting into that part of the field, and you have no choice but to be the guy that makes the play. Yeah. And I think that's, to me, that is a problem. And the one guy, I'm just going to jump into it because it really pissed me off, and I'm looking at his tackles. Three solo tackles today, Kenny Clark. So I I knew you were going to say Kenny. I am going to go with a defensive lineman, and it's Devontae Wyatt. Kenny Clark, I saw miss a few tackles today. Yeah, he did. I'm, I'm going to say I test numbers at least three. That so sounds, I'm going to go like ahead that. and say with the exception of TJ Slayton, the defensive line was terrible. Fucking atrocious. Um, but here's why I'm going with Devontae Wyatt. And it's a, it's a similar thought process that I think why you're going with Kenny Clark, right? He's an established veteran who needs to make those plays. Yeah. Like he gets paid $20 million a year. And I think that's probably what pushed you over with Kenny Clark, right? Like he has I mean, to make those plays. He's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be one of the star players on our defense. Agreed. hundred percent agree with you. And here's where I'm going to go with Devontae Wyatt. <clears throat> we drafted you number 22. Uh, did we draft him before Quay? Or after? No, it was it either was 22. Was so 26, we drafted you 26 out of Georgia as a phenomenal defensive lineman. Whatever that means. Coming into the game, he was the fourth-ranked defensive lineman in terms of pass rush rate. So I think it's like pass pass rush win rate. So he was winning. He wins when we when they pass the ball, right? Like that's yeah. what that stat means. You haven't done shit on the rush defense this year. You're a three hundred pound lineman who can't stop a nosebleed. Well, guess what? You don't get to that. You don't get to win on the pass if you can't stop the run, bro. Yeah. And I feel like his effort on the run on the run plays is just mediocre at best. And I don't have the all twenty-two. I don't. I didn't watch seventy plays of Devontae Wyatt. So that's just my eye test. And and you're right. Kenny Clark was not good today, but our defensive line wasn't good today. No. So my, I, yeah. As a whole, they were bad. <clears> but I I looked at him because I specifically saw 97 missing tackles and I'm like bro you you out of all the guys yeah Devontae Wyatt he had he two had tackles shitty game, I'm like you know even if TJ Slayton had a shitty game uh, but when you have a shitty game you're the man this is what comes with being the star and getting paid the big dollars right you are getting paid the big dollars because you make the big dollar plays Today, you made no money. You lost money today in terms of yeah. your on-the-field uh, uh, performance. You know, and, and it's just 
it's one thing for a Devontae Wyatt to not play well, right? Because he's a young player, although we drafted him with high expectations. Um, but for Kenny Clark, it's just disappointing. It's because, again, they were fucked. I just felt like the minute they handed the ball off, those guys were already two, three, two, three yards past the line of scrimmage. And I'm like, yeah, what and the I, think, fuck, dude? I think what bothers me, though, is like you look at that stat and I'm going back to Devontae White. You look at that stat. He can win on the passing downs. That's great. But are you getting up field so quickly on every down that you're overrunning your assignment? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like it, as a 300 pound lineman, your job is to either on a run play, your job is either take up the blockers so that the linebackers can come down. Or make the play. Yeah. And if it goes the other way, you don't give up. You don't just stop playing. How many times did TJ Watt tackle AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones from the the weak side, the back side today? At least four or five times. I was going to say, he's always, he's always. And if we're going to shit on, if we're going to shit on Kenny Clark, which. He's, TJ Watt should have been a Packer, but. Yeah, I I do want to talk about that for a second, or we can save that for another episode, but. I think it's apropos to do it the week we play the Steelers. Because I saw – I agree with you. I wish he was a Green Bay Packer, and I thought he was going to be a Green Bay Packer. But I saw something this week that kind of changed my mind on it just a little bit. Not that I, I still wish he was a Packer, but now I understand why Goody went the way he did. But going back to the Kenny Clark thing, because I agree with you 100%, but if we're going to throw Kenny Clark under the bus, we got to throw Sean Gary under the bus today. Because – yeah, well, Devondre Campbell, he had yeah, three but, tackles today. But, throw, yeah, you know. but we were just talking about T.J. Watt coming from the weak side and coming, but Rashawn yeah. Gary was nowhere in the same conversation, right? Yeah. And was that because scheme, whatever? I, I don't know. But at the same time, like, I don't know how many tackles T.J. Watt had today. I do. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> Literally a second. Uh, he had eight. Seven of them were solo. And Rashawn Gary has three. Yeah. So, uh, holistically, what I'm over about on the defense is the missed tackles. Yeah. I can that's deal I, with. And that's why I picked Kenny Clark. Because I, li- I, I can sit here and tell you I saw at least three plays where he should have had the tackle. And that's- Cisco, the first touchdown, Rex could have ran that in. Should I? That I hole. Stuck- I might have stumbled my big ass through that hole, man. Holy <laughs> that shit. hole was fucking three linemen wide. Dude, and that's... I get it. TJ Slayton's the nose now. But are you telling me that not one defensive lineman was even around there? Like, Well, and, and okay, again, where where was where was the rotation? These guys aren't – I mean, but we – by what the first half they probably had a hundred yards rushing, right? They did. You know, so where's where's Kobe Wooden? Where's Carl Brooks? So I was gonna bring that up. <clears throat> Last week we gave Carl Brooks and Kobe Wooden praise, remember? Yeah. They both played a really good game. I didn't see them once today. Dude, that that's that they're not even I find it hard to believe that if they played at all, that they wouldn't have had not one tackle. I mean and uh, Romeo Dobbs has a tackle. Zach Tom had a tackle. <laughs> you guys exactly. tell me that if Carl Brooks and Wooden played today at all, they wouldn't have had one tackle. 
There's I, no way. I don't think they played. I don't think they played that I, much. I, they played. I just don't. They didn't play enough. And I, I think this <laughs> goes back to what we talked about last week. And, and even with the Christian Watson, same thing. If Devontae Wyatt is not performing, you know, the guy you invested a first-round pick in, then throw Wooden in there. Throw Carl Brooks in there. It can't be any worse than what it was today. You gave up 202 yards rushing. And you only gave up 300. You you outgained them, which is a crazy stat. I don't know yeah. if you saw this. The Steelers have been outgained in every game this year. And they're but, but they have six, six and wins. three. Yeah. Yeah, like, but that just goes to show that they're doing it the right way, right? They're using their ground game, and they're not putting a ton on their quarterback. Well, he hasn't thrown an interception. Making plays for them when they need. They are. You know? And again, that interception that Patrick Peterson bounces up, that, that's a game-changing that's a play. play. It's great. Him. That is. But it's, you got to give the still, praise to that because that was I, a great I, defensive play. I, I am, and I agree with you, but it's also a bad lead. Yeah. We've already well, talked. I mean, we don't have to beat that. Down, you know? Well, yeah. Let's fall back. <laughs> fall back. That's how Watson. Dude, the day he fucking punks a cornerback and goes and takes that ball, I'm going to, like, cry. See, that's why of joy. I like Dobbs because Dobbs does that. Dobbs so does Reed. He snatched the fucking ball, you know. And, I I mean, again, it, it just, to me, this goes back to coaching because, Joe Barry, what are you doing? If these guys aren't getting the fucking job done, you're seeing it. You're fucking watching it from your booth. Kenny Clark fucking missing tackles. Say, oh, you know what, man? We got to fucking put Wooden in there. Let's see if he can give us a spark. It's no different than in basketball, right? When you look at, like, again, and I know when we talk basketball, I always bring, and it's hard not to bring this guy up because he's such a fucking amazing coach, but Pop, Greg yeah. Popovich never played that bullshit. If fucking Tim Duncan was playing like shit, he would sit him for Boris Diaw or Tiago Splitter. And maybe it, not like he would sit him the whole game, but he was like, hey, man, I need you out there fucking producing. You're my guy. So if you're not producing, I got to see if these guys can give a spark, and then you can go back in and see if you can give me what I need you to give me. Right? And, and no I agree with you 100%. Sport. And you drafted these guys at a certain point and place for a certain reason. So give them the opportunity when a guy's having an off day. I'm not going to sit here as a fan and say that players aren't allowed to have off days. It, it, sometimes it's, it'd be like that, right? Yeah, yeah. You have sure. a, you're just having a rough game. I sure. got it. And, and, but... and we played against we played against a very, very, very a great coach. Oh yeah, that that he just was, I mean he was smarter than any other team has been this year. I feel like he. I mean, really to me, the offense to the run because he knows we can't stop it. Well, yes, I agree, but he was also a little stupid for not running more. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I'm being honest. Like, yeah, he probably could have had 300 yards rushing if he really committed to it, you know. But 7.8 yards a carry and 5.1. You don't have to pass the ball, and that you and literally can run the ball twice and you get a first down. What, what was that average? 7.8. 7.8 for and the that's backup. That's why your leading tacklers are Rudy Ford, Jonathan Owens, McDuffie, Ballantyne up there because, but. Those guys are all – by the time they get hit, that's where they are because the defensive line was not getting any stops. They weren't getting any tackles. They weren't pushing back. You know what I mean? Like, the, those holes were – I mean, I, I, you can't even fucking describe it, how easy it seemed every time they, got, they handed the ball off. So, if you want, we can jump into the comments questions. Yeah, let's do that. But I want to I bring up one thing before we jump into that. And, and we'll jump into it real quick. 
since LaFleur has taken over, I feel like it's since LaFleur has taken over, and I, I need you to correct me if I'm wrong. We've heard a word used to describe a Matt LaFleur's Packer team, and I think it still holds true. And, and Joe Barry doesn't help it, and it's soft, right? Yeah. When you get gashed for 200 yards on the ground, you cannot tell me you don't have a soft team. I, I'm sorry, but you're getting owned at the at the line. The, the game's line. won in the it's, trenches. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if Patrick, Mah- Patrick Mahomes throws for 6,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. The game will always be won in the trenches. Always. That is football. Yeah, because you can't, you can't throw for that you much. You can't you throw for that much you if you – well, yeah, you can't throw for that much if your offensive line is getting owned, right? Yeah. We saw that the year they lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. His offensive line was fucking trash, and they got owned. And Patrick Mahomes can't be Patrick Mahomes without time, right? Yeah. So I'm not saying you have to have a running game. You could have an average running game and still be really good in this NFL. That's the difference between now and 25 years ago, right? Yeah. But – that now in 25 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, it didn't matter. You had to win the offensive or the defensive line. And we got fucking dominated today. Yeah. Dominated. And we've we've been getting dominated. And that's the thing, like you said, we're allowed, you know, people are allowed to have off games. It's just this is this is becoming a trend. It's you know what I mean? And that's that's what you can't have. Right, you can't have this become a trend. That's Agreed. What, so, and that's where we we lean into. We got to make a move at this coordinator position and see if it's a scheme, or if it's the players. Because if it's the players, you're going to need a new coordinator anyway. Right? Yeah. Because you either have to find a guy that can work with what you got, or you got to clean house, and then it doesn't matter who your defensive coordinator is. If, if you yeah. clean house, you know what I mean at that point, but. All right, let's jump into them. So, <clears throat> Dustin, my older brother, left a comment or a question. You know, how do you fuck up that lateral? I think we beat that one in. It, it was a bad call. How do you fuck it up? I don't know. I'm not a ref. Yeah. Never pretended to be one. <laughs> they have a hard job, but I also feel like they have people situated to help with those situations. Yeah. And... New York failed the Green Bay Packers on that play just as much as the refs. Yeah. But goes back to what you said, let the fucking play go. Well, they, they would. <clears throat> I feel like if that would have been love throwing it, they would have called that shit a fumble in a heartbeat. But, uh, you know, that's just the fan in me. But... And then we got your boy, uh, what, uh, Dwight. Dwight. Yeah, Dwight talking... said. <laughs> Talked about Pathetic how they are against the one. <laughs> yeah. We fucking beat that up. And then ball security. We did talk about that. Um, I do feel like the one we we've almost gave him a pass. You know? I mean Peterson um, made a great play, yeah. Pete, not even that one. I'm talking about we Oh the last the, the one. final one. Yeah. Uh do I agree with <clears throat> uh Dwight's comment, you know, Jordan Love has to protect the ball a hundred percent. I I don't I there's not even a doubt in my mind that I fully agree with that, but that is a, that's a, I mean, 
the odds feel, are completely like stacked today, against us. Yeah, I feel like today it wasn't as bad as it has been in the past games. Because, I mean, Peterson makes a pretty good play. Granted, I, I you know, you could say, well, that ball should have been thrown farther. Fucking didn't matter. Watson's falling down. And that gave Peterson the area to be able to extend and bat that ball up. You know, that, that was just, to me, was just a great play by the defense. But um, in the second one, you're just – you're trying to make a play. You got three seconds left. Yeah. So I'm going to say I wasn't, I think we both agree. We want to, um, I'm not beating up love too much for these ones. He has, he has had some egregious ones in, in the previous games, but this again, great play by Patrick Peterson. And in the last play, I think is a, there's a multitude of things that I think were wrong. If this, right? Yeah. Terrible throw, like terrible to throw that on a line. If you're going to Watson in that position, put it up. If you're not going to Watson, you got to put it on a line to Dobbs, et cetera. Like, yeah. And then his last thing, handful of games have ended in defeat due to his mistakes. I think the game's long. Um, <clears throat> to be honest, I don't blame Jordan Love for this one as much as I blame, as much as I blame him for ones in the past. Because this game, I felt like we we missed a lot of. This was another game of just complete missed opportunities. Yeah. And I don't put this one on love as much as maybe the. I forget who it was. Who was the the Raiders? You were at that game. Yeah. Um, the Raider game, I, th- I think it was more on love, and then whichever one he threw three interceptions on, I don't remember which one that was. Now, <clears throat> that was definitely more on love today. Uh, lesser on love, more on the defense, in my opinion. Like, you can't let him on the yeah. ball for 200 yards. I'm sorry. but And then your boy texted you some yeah, stuff, Saad, right? Yeah, uh, Saad got two. Saad, um, I'm going to yell at you, bro. Put him does, on the IG. Does Marvin Harrison fix uh, our offensive needs? So if we were to be in a position to draft him, does he fix what does we're seeing on fix? the offense? Does he fix it? I don't know if any one person fixes what we have the, the, right now. The, the, the thing that I'll say, because I'll use that word fix, I think what that fixes is the, the forcing of the offense through Christian Watson. I, I think, I if, think you it... draft, if, if you draft Marvin Harrison Jr., it's because you know Watson's not your number you're not He's not capable of being what you thought he was going to be. And you know that while you got guys like Dobbs and Wicks and Reed, that this guy can come in and be your number one guy. Yeah. I mean, he has to be, if he's drafted as high as he's going to go, he has to come. So I, yeah. And I, so I'll agree. Like what you said, I don't think any one guy fixes the offense, but I think what Marvin Harrison would fix is the fact that we could potentially then move on from Watson, not saying that he does that. He deserves like, we don't, we yeah, I don't think we. I don't even time. think we would move on from him at that point. It would move on from him being up. that. You but he up. wouldn't. Maybe, but if he stays on this team, he's just no longer the number one option, which I think makes goes to his advantage, and goes to the Packers' advantage. Yeah, because he's not the the he's not being the focal point of the offense, which then in turn is the focal point of the defense. I think Watson would be a great number two, but we have no solidified number one because of the way we play. Yeah. 
and Marvin yeah. Harrison would do that, would he fix it? I don't think one person fixes this offense. And that's just my no. honest. And that's yeah. why I said it the way I said it. I think he would I love your, to have him. Your, your problem, yeah. uh, he fixes your your receiving core because he's going to come in and you're going to give him the number one spot. And I think that he's that good. I think he is that good. I do too. And I would love to have him. He's he's to me, he he's going to give a team the same impact that Justin Jefferson, Jamar chase, you know what I mean? Those guys came in and out the gate, they were, you know what I mean? They were phenomenal players. I am, you know, in my opinion. So, and I would even take it a step further. He's the most, NFL ready receiver I've ever seen in college football. Yeah, in my so, personal opinion, like he, he is the most polished college football player at that position I've ever seen. Yeah, with then, maybe maybe I maybe I'll throw Andy Moss in there ahead yeah. of him. And his his other uh, he had a question: Has Rashawn done anything since he got his uh, extension? I feel like we kind of you you brought up uh, disappointment in him today. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't have his stats handy, and I didn't think about looking at it since he got that extension. But um, so last week he had a sack that he got called on a fucking uh, late hit. Was late it? hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, not late hit, but it's a uh, roughing the passer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So I'll say, still to be determined. But last week his stats were three tackles, one solo. And technically a sack, but it got brought back for a bullshit. I thought that was a bullshit call. But the, and then the this is, week he had three tackles. The thing is, you're you're able to double team Rashawn Gary because you can single, you can you can match up one on one against Kenny Clark because he's not he's missing tackles, and Preston Smith is not. You know what I mean? He's not Rashawn Gary. So I think that maybe I would have to watch the game more closely to see. I watch Gary a lot. He gets double teamed a lot and he's in the play a lot. So I would say that I'm going to say his question is uh, can you ask ask the question again? Has Rashawn Has he done enough? Oh, has he done anything? Anything. I would say yes. (laughs) No, I would say yes. And I know it's kind of a funny question because it was kind of a it's kind of one of those backhanded questions, if you will. Like, has he done anything? I think he still has had the pressures and really <clears throat> today, one or two of those plays go differently. He has sacks, right? It just, yeah. it just didn't work out. Kenny Pickett got out of there on a few of them that I thought Gary was going to have him. He's still forcing. He's still getting hurries. He's still getting pressures. He's still getting quarterback kits. So he's not doing, in my opinion, anything different than he was doing prior to the sign, the extension. And the rest of the guys around him have not, played well at all so um i sad i think he's still the guy i really do i just think that he he needs other people to also be the guy to help yeah yeah i think and it's been a couple games i you know there's so many variables the last thing he said was uh is jonesy done and i think that we've talked about that a lot i think that we we ultimately believe that Jones will be gone because of the financial implications and not necessarily because he's not a good player, right? Because I think that he is a good player. Um, today, he didn't have that great of a game. I, you know, he had a couple drops. He didn't look as uh, – he, he didn't look like he had that burst uh, as much, you know. Um, I, I feel like, though, too, 
when you look at Pittsburgh, they are a very they're very much a gritty in the trenches team. So a guy like Dylan is probably a better matchup because if you give Dylan the opportunity to gain any kind of steam, he's he's a bigger, stronger guy. And I know that he hasn't shown, right? Like he he's had trouble getting one, two yards when we need it, but he is a more he's a powerful back. And when you're playing a team that's a gritty in the trenches team, Aaron Jones is not that kind of guy. And it makes it a little bit more difficult for him to be able to make those plays. But the drops, there's no question. I don't, you know what I mean? There's no excuse for that. But do you think he's done? I mean, he's going to be done after this year, I think. But, I mean, he's not, I don't think he's done now. I don't think they're going to stop using him. No, I thought he was used. I think you make up, a, bring up a really good point. The way Pittsburgh is, is just in general isn't a great game for Jones to kind of have a day. Um, if he was able to find some space, then he then he does most likely, right? He probably yeah. has a huge game today if he's able to maybe break that first or second tackle because I don't think this team is as athletically gifted as they are physical, you know? Yeah. They're very physically gifted. They're very aggressive. But I also, again, I'm going to go back to the play calling. I don't think the play calling has been – intuitive to getting an Aaron Jones. Well, the play calling today definitely was not intuitive to getting an Aaron Jones going. Like we need, I don't know if I saw one screen pass today. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't so really. it's about like, I, I thought today we would see a lot of them because you have those two edge rushers that really get up the field pretty quickly. And they're, they're kind of abandoning the, the screen, if you will. And today was all about space. And we didn't really get a lot of it for anybody. And when we did see it, it was a Luke Musgrave or an A.J. Dillon, and they would just get run down because those aren't the two athletic guys that you want to get the space to. Um, so I'm going to say no, he's not done. But he, his talents didn't suit us well today because of yeah. the way – and I think it, again, goes back to what we say. I think it's because the way we utilized him. Um, I think AJ, AJ, oh, fuck, Aaron Jones could have had a phenomenal day today if, if the play calling would have been tailored to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the drops hurt you, right? Because that's trying to get you involved in the off in the offense. So. Yeah, I'll even say the one drop that really <laughs> pissed me off that third down. I don't know if he probably gets the first, so I'm not going to say that. But I don't know if he ever breaks free if you know because he was probably going to get the first because the cornerback was coming down he if he makes that guy miss yeah it's a whole different story but again not getting him the ball in space hurts Aaron Jones like yeah he can he can run people over but that's not Aaron Jones yeah it's not it's not his style but um I mean looking looking for looking forward uh next week the Chargers come into town I don't have a whole lot of uh, expectations for that. I will be at that game. I know that uh, my attendance uh, win rate is low. It's oh, I'm oh for oh for two this year. Yeah, oh for two this year. Um, uh, let's be honest, we'll probably be oh for three. But uh, going with uh, Andrew and his two sons. Um, I think uh, his oldest son, Declan, has been to a game before. 
but he was like three years old. Um, so it's kind of, I think I'm going to call it his first real game. So I'm kind of, I'm looking, very much looking forward to that. Uh, shout out to Andrew him and his boys. They listen. Yeah, uh, shout out. Uh, except how old, Grant, no shout how old is Grant. Declan now? Declan is 10 or 11. Oh yeah. He's going to have a blast. Y'all better not leave early. No, no, no. And they're, they're staying with me for the weekend and, um, they're going to stay till Monday. So. We don't, unless it's like the weather gets shitty, which so far it doesn't look like it's supposed to get uh, shitty. But um, yeah, it should be a good time. Sounds like it. I'm jealous. I need to get yeah. back to the Mecca. But so, so shout the, out Andrew and the boys. Yeah, so the, 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 we might have some special guests for the manager special next week. Let's do it. Yeah, so um, looking forward. Is there, I mean, do you have any hope for anything next week? Uh, I mean, they put up, what, 38 points today with the Lions? Yeah, their defense is pretty bad. But, no, I, I'm i at the point now <clears throat> where I was in a little bit of denial in the beginning of the season. I don't even know what the five stages of grief are, but I'm at the accepted stage. I don't know if that's, like, the last stage or what it is. I'll, I'll do some research and get back to you boys, you know, <laughs> everyone listening. But, like – I am now at the acceptance, but I want to just see some growth. You know, yeah. I'm over the whole, you got to win in order to grow. I think there's a lot of growth that can happen from losing. And yeah, and I agree with you. We need that. to start putting that growth into tangible, uh, I guess, statistics, right? Yeah. You I'm okay you know with Can I put it? Yeah. I want to put it this way. Maybe you'll agree with me. You just got to develop winning habits, things, yeah, things that will put you in a position to win games. You just, you know, once you put those things, things together, right? Like, yeah, you if know. you lose the game, it's okay if you are learning from the mistakes you've yeah. done in the past, right? Which I do think today, to kind of go back to Dwight's question about the turnovers from Love, the the play to Christian Watson that Patrick Peterson pops in the air. Great play by Patrick Peterson. Again, we'll give him his flowers, but it's also the same play that you've been boned on in the past. Yeah. So we need to see him stop making that play. And if you need to eat it, then eat it. Or if you need to throw it away, then throw it away. But stop making the play that'll lose you the game and not the, the play that'll keep you from losing the game. Yeah. And that goes for, that goes that for, goes for all of them. I agree. You know, but Receivers got to work on their drops. They got to work on their routes and – you know, the running backs, same thing, you know, uh, tight ends. Oh, shit. We did forget one. We did forget one very negative thing. That was the DeGuara not blocking on the extra point attempt. Yeah, so I want to – let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Because yeah. I actually yeah. have some possible breaking news, if you will. Oh, um, shit. This is, this is from Matt LaFleur. All right. So, uh, agreed – and I went back and looked at it again after this, and I have to co-sign that I think this is true after watching it again. Okay. Matt LaFleur said post-game that on the black PAT, they knew the Steelers were jumping the snaps on field goal and PAT attempts, so they were supposed to be using a dummy count. Based on that, the guys on the line saw the snaps, so they played, but the guys at the end of the line were waiting for a cadence and never moved because they were expecting the dummy it might be that the long snapper hung them out to dry. If you go back and watch it, DeGore never moves until 
the guy inside almost runs into him and he's like, Holy shit, what the hell? Yeah. And the guy on the watch. The guy on the outside. But what I want you to watch, because this is the key, this is key from when I agreed that something was off. Watch Luke Musgrave. He's lined up as the Gora, but on the other side. Okay? Okay. So same position, same spot on the field, but on the other side of the field. He has no one that lined up in front of him, so he has no one to block. But what I want you to watch is the Gora turns around to, to pretty much be like, what the fuck, the play's happening? And he sees the block kick, but you can tell by his reaction – he was like surprised the play was even happening. Okay. That's what turned it for me is that as the guy on the end of the line, he can't see the ball the way a field goal is lined up. Yeah. They can't even, they can't see the ball. So they don't even know when it snapped. They're waiting on that, that cadence, but it appears as though Josiah DeGuara and Luke Musgrave don't even know the ball was ever snapped. And if that is the case, one, it's not good because it goes back to coaching. How the fuck yeah. does a long snapper not know that you're using a dummy count? But two, you know, if that isn't the case, then what are you doing, Josiah DeGuard? No matter what, this isn't a good look for anybody. I mean, if a guy, if the defend, if the, I'll watch it because I didn't, I didn't watch it. If the defender's jumping up, I mean, fucking, you get up and block, you get up and do something. You can't just be like, Oh wow, is that like oh is that offsides? Like fucking get up and block, do some shit. I'll watch it again though. But. Yeah, I, I just think it's one of those things that it goes back to all of it, right? Yeah. It, the coaching, the not being ready to play, doing this, doing that. And it 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 sucks. But at the same time, if if it's true, it's not really his fault. We can't it, really Get on but it, for it, but he already, we already know he's not that good of a player. So no, I I don't I do <laughs> yeah. think that um he still needs to. I mean, I, I'll say it this way. This goes back to us talking about the lack of aggression from this team in general. Yeah. Right. And if that was the case, Josiah DeGuar sees coming someone coming at his face. The guy I want on the field is the guy that's going to blast him, even if it's offsides or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the not, aggressive, not sit there and say, oh, what's going on? Not sit there and be like, oh, look, this guy was offsides. But I just sent it to you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm watching it again, and <laughs> Luke Musgrave looks funny as shit. <laughs> He's like, he looks like a deer in headlights. He's like, just watch. When you watch it again, he, like, puts his arms out like – what's happening? Why is everybody moving? <laughs> I'll take a look at it. I'll take but, a look at it. But yeah, yeah I, you know. I do agree. But but that's what ended up costing us the game in the reality, right? Like we were in field yeah, goal we range twice. Field goal and tied the game. We could have went overtime. Yeah. But we were in field goal range twice. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have to force anything. But it is what it is, right? We gotta we gotta roll with it. Um, I know that we're gonna uh, look. We're gonna have an episode coming out this week. Uh, contenders or pretenders for. The NFL, uh, looking at teams that we feel are actually contenders and, and teams that aren't. Uh, and I want to throw something in there for you. I'm going to throw this in here right now as we're recording and let you let it mull over. Uh, there's a report that Rogers says that he's targeting a mid-December return. 
which would put him at uh, a three-month recovery from a torn Achilles. Um, and I kind of want to throw that, and I kind of want to talk about that because depending on how tonight's game goes right now, the Jets are playing right now. If they win, they could be in that situation where are we saying they pretenders or contenders, and this could impact that. Yeah, I think it definitely needs to go into the conversation because he doesn't even need to be vintage Aaron Rodgers yeah. for that team to be really good. Yeah, and, he just and, needs to yeah. not be Zach Wilson. Yeah, we could, yeah, and we can talk about it. We can talk about it during the that episode. So I just want to throw it out there, get it, put it in your brain, so it's something we could uh, mull over and and have some uh, extra discussion when we're talking about the Jets uh, on that episode. But pleasure, bro. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Monday, but it's always a pleasure to get up with you and have conversations. Till next time. Peace, bro. Peace.